Hey everybody, what's going on? This is the Unrelated Filler, episode 4, I hope. I'm your host, Nuni. Joining me today is Juan and Mike in their respective uh, studios. Hello, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Fancy studio. Your fancy studio. Mike just bought himself a brand new mic. He's a brand new him, making bad jokes. And how have you guys been? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I'm alright. Other than my back problems, but yeah. Yeah, you'll get over them. Hopefully. You know, hopefully. Otherwise, you know, they make painkillers for that now. Yeah. Yeah, I have some on my desk. Alright. So for those of you who are new to this, there's nothing really to, to you know, get caught up on. It's just unrelated to anything we do. Just talk about some stuff that we watched. And this week's... um. Topics are going to be the movie Sing and the animation The Reward. Tales of, uh, how do you say that? Eletherion. Uh, the first and second episode. I decided, yeah. yeah, I decided to pick The Reward mostly because I feel like nobody's really talked about it at all. And. I want to talk about it because I remember liking it, but it's. I been actually a haven't. While. I haven't heard of it whatsoever until you like actually showed us. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard of it when it first came out. I don't remember how when that was. In 2013. But... Oh yeah, I think it was like, I don't know. I I I think. I was still in college. Mm-hmm. when it came out and and they're like oh there's this animation and i don't know if it was like a student animation but i watched it and i was like oh it's a really nice animation yeah it's a really good animation uh though i don't even remember the way that i heard about it i think one day i was just um browsing through the kickstarters and i said well let's see what uh animations are on here because i remember the best friends were boasting um what was that one urbans and I'd yeah. watch that, and I was like, "Well, that wasn't that great." But I mean, I what did I expect? It was it was okay, I guess. It was a uh, like the animation itself was all right. I enjoyed the colors and stuff. I don't think you guys have seen it, but it's a uh, have you? Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's cyberpunk. Yeah, it's a blanime. It's a blanime. <laughs> blanime. Yeah. yeah, black yeah. anime from oh. from France. Or, yeah, I think the people that made it are from France. But um, I I watched that and I was like, well, this is okay. It's not, you know, like I said, it, it wasn't the best. It was only like an eight-minute episode, which was a lot less than what I was expecting. But I think from what they've said, they might do more. Because I think for that, they just did the Kickstarter to fund the, uh, I guess you'd call it a pilot. Uh, to test out the waters and show people, but um, in my in my search, I stumbled across this thing, and I was like, "Whoa, what is this? Why haven't I heard of it?" And I played the video, and I started watching it, and I was like, "I want to watch this. When is this out?" And I saw that it was already out, so I was like, "Oh, cool! I guess I can watch it right now." And then you did, and I did. Um, I watched it in twenty fifteen. But like I said, this thing is 
from 2013. I should make sure. You know, yeah. let's let's just assume well, I'm right. Well, the first one with the friends. Yeah, well, the, they weren't friends. But like, yeah, when that one came out, that one was a really nice one. And then I th I didn't know that they they had a sequel until you should showed it to me, Nani. Oh, I didn't know that. But cool. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it looks like the the first update was on March seventh, twenty thirteen, uh, titled "The Journey Began." So I guess that's when production started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's we're in twenty seventeen now, so it's uh, you know been three, three, oh, three plus years. Yeah, three plus years. So, luckily, this has gotten funded. Uh, the reason that they made the second episode is because um, they kept the not the Kickstarter open, but they made like a PayPal account where people could keep funding. And they have this chart that says uh, if they reach this uh, goal, they'll just keep going with as many episodes as they can get with the money that they're given. Ooh. I think they said, uh, I looked at the Kickstarter today, I think they said they are funded for two more episodes, so they're going to be releasing two more right now? Mm, maybe. I'll look it up in the background. Yeah, I wonder what the story is going to be because they had the two friends and then they had like the the origin story and well, well from what i from what i remember seeing in their page they said um that while this was the origin story uh the sh the episodes that they would be showing would be um in the future they wouldn't do more to do with the prequel yeah it would be it would be like in ahead of time but it would still be centralized around this basically what they did was they they have a lot of stuff already set up like they have all the character or I think like six other characters designed mm. or something like that. And it's basically the fans get to pick their own adventure. Oh, so I found the character models and yeah, essentially uh, back in the day when they were still, when they had just released a second episode, um, they had a fan vote of the character designs with like a little synopsis of the adventures that they were going to be and if you click on this link uh, i'll probably put it in the description you could see the character designs or at least their heads and the number of votes that they got so um basically what's going to be next is those two those two kids that i get that i remember um the main characters of the first one uh, yeah. throwing the map to at the end you mean Sasuke and uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Sasuke <laughs> Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes? No, it's it's Sasuke and a male Cami from Street Fighter. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, I, I saw the kid and I was like, why does he look so much like Sasuke? <laughs> it's because he's. A I ninja. can guarantee you, he, his specialty is going to be a fucking like he's going to be a do fucking double knives. It's he's going to be, be throwing knives. shurikens and he's going to be running with his hands to his back and shit. <laughs> I was gonna say he has an edgy personality, but um, according to the little uh, the little summary they have of his personality, he's actually a very shy person, but very brave. But very brave. And um, I also noticed that they, if you remember the the three people that gang up on that one guy, yeah. which one? Um, in the first one, in the first episode, do you remember the people in that party city? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, they're also on there, so that's pretty oh. cool. I think they're one, two, three, four. I'm assuming it's going to be their origin story because they're dead. Probably. Actually, I I'm looking at this. Why is there two versions of them? 
I I think something might have happened. And from or actually I think it's just them but they're older. Maybe. Yeah, cuz they looked uh, yeah, cuz okay, I get it. Yeah, they looked All right, yeah, yeah. cuz uh, I think the version yeah. that we saw were the older ones and this is like the the ones like up in the chart is there no actually actually the ones further up the 480k um that looks like the older ones because if you notice the dude's pompadour is shaved it's cut Hmm. and then at the bottom he has a full pompadour i see but they died so how the fuck did whoa i mean we don't know they died we we just kind of I mean, they he, got kicked he, off a gigantic. Uh, that's true. I mean, he did stab the shit out of her though. Yeah. So. Well, that one that one guy just ran away. The one on the the one on the, the right side. Man. Yeah, the fish man. He just ran away. Yeah, he's like fuck this. The magic seems very powerful in this world too. Dude, fucking the wizard uh, guy, <laughs> the the one that's accompanying the from the two friends. He just fucking murdered everything with his staff. <laughs> And they stole those things, and he just murdered people with it. Like, it was like, bam, laser beam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to get into this, the animation, it's called Tales of... Uh, somebody said the name. Alethrion. Tales Alethrion. of Alethrion. The Reward, which is the first episode. And it centers around these two characters that you're introduced to fairly early. Um, they're just too... I wouldn't say downtrodden. They're just kind of like... You know, just just children. just, just two, two guys, average Joes, two average Joes. You you know, two guys just there, and you know they're just hanging out, doing their own thing, and in comes Adventure Man, and you're you see him in his glory and all his power and long flowing mane, flowing mane, super detailed face when they zoom into him, <laughs> and, <laughs> and getting all the bitches, getting all the bitches. And he basically just comes into town. These two guys see him and they're like, man, I wish I were as cool as him. Or, you know, it's implied that that's what they think, I feel like. And um, when he's walking away, the wind happens to blow. And out of that wind comes this map that they blew out of his pocket. So those two guys run towards it. They try pulling it, you know, their way to have it them. And they end up tearing the map. And uh, because of that, they have to, you know, go on this adventure together uh, to try and find what's uh, presumably gold. Yeah. And that's essentially like what sets what sets up the adventure. Yeah, they uh, yeah, they they fight over the map um, because it actually shows just the one guy at first, mm-hmm. and he picks up or he try, attempts to pick up the map only to be stopped by this um redheaded guy. Yeah, this this and... dumb this dumb looking guy. Yeah, and then they end up fighting over the map until it rips in half, and uh, the the uh, the redhead decides, hey, let's just go together, and he's like, well, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, <laughs> he's he he just seems like the the dumb like friendly guy. Yeah, so somewhat friendly, somewhat friendly. So they go on this adventure. It starts um showing you what they're going through when like slowly but surely they start gaining more experience more power they find they find their weapons while uh these two people are like in the bushes having sex and they happen to take them because they were just sitting next to a tree (laughs) (coughs) and it shows that basically the the more serious one uh the blonde haired guy uh is just kind of like 
always pulling I guess you could say carrying the other guy a little bit um, because he always seems to be getting into these like little accidents or like mishaps and but that you know it doesn't tear them apart I guess it's just the dynamic that they have uh, one has wizarding powers and the other one is just like uh, I guess a sword mage because I think he also has magical powers but did he i mean i think so i i don't i don't I mean this world's like rules of magic and stuff they're pretty like loose i guess because the like there was really nothing to say that the um the redhead had any prior knowledge of magic he just picked up a staff and he's like i'm a wizard now yeah I mean, <laughs> and he, he threw the happens. sword at yeah he threw the sword at the other guy and he's like you're, you're a, knight. a sword man and so they and so they went and they became exceedingly good at it yeah and uh they became so good that um they were like you know what let's just take a break and they get to this party city where you know partying happens yeah partying partying and it's weird because for a while they're like in a fantasy setting and then yeah. they go run into the city and it's like a cyberpunk city and yeah. you're just like why the fuck is this in the middle <laughs> of this place <laughs> It's it's just I mean, you know, but magic. Isn't isn't that how all fantasy settings are? Like Final yeah, fantasy? there's always like a there's always like a very technological area. It's just yeah. like well, like leagues above everywhere else in the surrounding area. So. Yeah. yeah, you see, it's because that staff is science, Mike. It's a scientifically <laughs> magic staff. Magic is just science <laughs> that you don't science. understand. There you go. There you go. So. They get to the city, redhead man, goofy man starts, you know, goofing off, going on, having a, just having a good, good old fashioned time. And, um, the blonde guy, um, what does he do? I think he goes to a store, right? And he's maybe looking at the, the weapons or something. Hmm. I don't exactly remember what he was doing. I just know that he wasn't partying. Yeah. Or do you wait the swordsman or the, the redhead? The swordsman. The redhead's partying. He's getting. Yeah, the redhead's at the bar. Yeah, uh, the, swordsman the swordsman takes a look around the area, and I yeah. think he just starts walking around. Yeah, I think they they got in a fight because the the swordsman wanted to leave. Like he he wanted to like move on. Yeah, there but you go. The, but the, the, the redhead the redhead just wanted to have a good time. He was like, "Come on, man, when you know, um, yeah. it's, it's something that suits, I guess, his personality." He just seems like a a loose guy that just that just uh you know wants to have fun. Yeah. And that scene actually introduces one of the antagonists in the episode because um one of the dancers strippers is actually one of the villains and she sees um the dude touting his half of the map in front of like all the other girls and stuff in front of all and, the bitches. Yeah, and they beca- well she's like, "Oh, I want that treasure map." And uh yeah, they end up confronting the uh, swordsman in an alley, and they show him that they have the other guy's half of the map, and he gets worried initially because he thinks they killed him for it. Yeah. yeah. So he he freaks out, and then, you know, uh, a battle ensues, and these uh, villains look like people from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, one of them has a pompadour. A yeah. beautiful pompadour. He's, he's brushing it, and he's wearing a leather jacket. And, and he, he fights in a dance. <laughs> He fights with dance, and then you have the um, the frog uh, mage, and so, then you have the uh, the whore, the blue stripper lady, the bruise, the blue stripper lady. 
So essentially what happens is they get into this fight. They start ganging up on him. He starts losing. And uh, he manages to get the Pompadour Man off of him. You know, gives him a, a hard punch. And then uh, I think Pompadour Man hits him towards a wall. And Blue Lady uh, grabs a... What are those called? The stabs with the knives at the end. Uh, a spear? spear? It was like no. a spear, really. It, I guess it was a spear, yeah. I can't remember the proper term, but yeah. Whatever. What did you say, Juan? Spear? Uh, Alright, sure. It's a spear. So she... she <laughs> I mean, I, I think it might have been. but uh, It was a halberd, I think? Halberd. It was a Halle Berry. So she <laughs> uses her Halle Berry and, <laughs> like, stabs his two fingers. And in a in a just blind rage he gets this he gets you know the force that he needs to defend off these people he manages to to stab the blue whore he beats up the pompadour man and um there was a third one but he just runs away off the stairs so he's bleeding profusely from his fingers as as you could imagine cuz he doesn't have them <laughs> so he gets he gets the other half of the map and he starts going to look for his friend the red-headed guy and he manages to get to the club and sees him like the red-headed guy sees him and he's like yay and he puts up his stupid drink he acts all fucking dumb and he's <laughs> the drunk. swords he's drunk and the swordsman's just like man fuck this <laughs> i was all worried for nothing this motherfucker's just over here being a fucking dick so he just storms out and throws a map on the floor and when the when redheaded doofus sees it he's just like oh man this sucks i didn't want i didn't want this and uh you you just see his shadow kind of stumbling towards his distance with the trail of blood leading behind him and there is just i guess yeah he just passes out and then it fades to black and he comes to and you see this drop uh, just trickle down his face and you see when it zooms out that it was a tear of the the other guy and he puts the map together so dramatic so dramatic yeah. it was beautiful it was and beautiful. he was like you know what you're alright <laughs> I, I, I know I lost my fingers because of you but you know what I like you and then they go um, on adventures. They go on adventures, and they grow a stronger bond. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, you know, after a montage of them, uh, like conquering cities and shit, they wind up at the X. At the palace. At the X. At and the there's X. absolutely nothing. There isn't shit out. inside, and they're just yeah. like, man, fuck <laughs> this. Years. But there, was, there was a mirror. But there, there was, was a, a there mirror. was a mirror. And uh, then, at the end, it shows them pointing towards the mirror. Or it shows, uh, like, the guy pointing towards the mirror. And I think, like, it just shows a reflection of them. And yeah, what they, they're they see into. themselves. Yeah. They, they see the, like, that, they're, that, they finally, that they've actually become what they were striving for from the beginning. They are that badass that strolls into town. Turns and, out the reward is the friends along the way. 
Yeah. Well, it actually wasn't, but but I you know they they took it that way. They took it that way. So at the end, it shows them just strutting into town like total badasses, and they see these two fucking goofballs, and like it zooms in on their face to show you how amazing that they look, and it's when they see these two goofballs, they're just like, "Hey, these two goofballs look like us, and we were goofballs." <laughs> so they they drop the, the map and they're like, "Take it, kid, you need it." <laughs> and so begins and so, the journey of Sasuke and Reverse Cami. And Reverse Cami, the best Cami. Yeah, he wears he wears a singlet too. But uh, as far as the first episode, what do you guys think of it? I uh, I thought it was pretty good. Like it it the the thing really reminds me of like a more adult Adventure Time, I guess. Yeah. That's that's basically along with some of the the like character designs for the monsters. That's also what it reminded me of. Mm, yeah, and I kind of like the storyline where they they finally get to the destination and they just and like there's nothing. there's nothing. Yeah, but then but then like at the end credits they show you that behind the mirror there's all these like there's, there's fucking there's gold a, and there's, there's a, a throne skeleton. with a skeleton sitting on it with this chest on his hand and they're just like piles and piles of gold. <laughs> and they just walked away from it because they which, didn't know it was behind the mirror. They which is know. the prequel. Which is a prequel that you know if you, um, if you, I guess if you didn't follow the Kickstarter like I did, you didn't know. Um, because when I watched that first episode, I was like, oh man, I really like that. I wish there was more. And then I found out that there was at least one more, and I was so happy when I found it. Um. And I guess that goes on to the to the next episode, which is basically a prequel. And yeah. it details why that skeleton was behind the mirror and why it was holding that weird chest and why all and, the gold was there. And why that map exists and why, why that, that uh, map exists. And why 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 that place is marked on the X. And uh I guess I'll summarize this a little bit. Uh, quicker than the other one because I I feel like a lot more goes on on this episode but I think that it could be summed up a little bit quicker yeah yeah so there's this guy that you see and he looks like a fucking he you know he looks like a joke like yeah. it, in my opinion his character looks like a joke uh, it's pretty funny He's got and an enormous mustache and enormous, enormous eyebrows. Eyebrows and they protrude. Uh, they protrude his face like <laughs> three times the size. Like yeah, <laughs> and he has this this goofy just a uh, like a pick a uh, ponytail except on the top of his head, and there's just a poof on it. And you see him, up. you see him with like a no like a a monster drawn on the sign and like a no symbol over the monster collecting gold so after he after he does that you see him just close a chest and he basically fucking flies or like jumps super high and just obliterates a monster with one punch and you're like holy shit he's a joke as far as how he looks but he's fucking powerful he's like he's my god He's like, <laughs> he's like, he chose the, he chose like the magic class and then he put all of his points into strength. <laughs> so it's like, he's like a fist wizard. Fist wizard. <laughs> he's fucking powerful. That's what the ladies like, call me. 
Yeah, like he's <laughs> he's ridiculously strong. It's it's like it's ridiculous. insane. Yeah, yeah, like he in his first like show, basically the, he's a hero for hire. These people they hire him to kill this dragon. And so, like, this dragon has been destroying the city, and this dude just just jumps into the air, and then he proceeds to beat the shit out of it midair, and then he just throws it onto the ground, and it, it feels like every punch he makes is an explosion. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's the fist wizard. He's the fist <laughs> wizard. He just fucking obliterates whatever he pounds, and <laughs> and he's also horribly vain. He's also yeah. horribly vain, and then. After you're introduced to him, you're introduced to the the other character in this episode, which is a female. And you just see her. She's just uh, like a happy-go-lucky chick. Uh, like She just likes exploring things, and you can see she's, that she wants to be like an adventurer. Like there, There's a point where I guess she's telling a story, and she's like stabbing there, and she's like, ah! And, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I like this. You know, she that's, that's pretty cute. And, um... Then it shows them in a club where the main attraction is that hero guy because he vanquished that monster. It was actually a monster. concert, I think, because it was outside, wasn't it? I think it might have. He was. It was inside because I think he was on top of the bar. Oh, it, it just the the building was big. The building was fucking huge, and I he think was the it was. Attraction. I think it was that party place where those guys were. It might have been. Except, All I know is that like, smaller. Like maybe it, that might have been the maybe the like the origins of the city or something. I think so, yeah. because yeah. it 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 reminded me a lot of it as far as like the booming music and the dancing and the lights and stuff. His bulge was his enormous. fucking his bulge while he was <laughs> dancing was just swaying in the wind right in your face and you're like man I just it was wanna... like he had like one massive ball. And it was just moving <laughs> back and forth. It was so weird. Oh, uh, God. And yeah, like he, he sees the girl and he wants to get her attention, but he sees her dancing with uh, another guy who he proceeds to throw out of the way. And then he starts dancing, like doing his weird ass jig. He just, and she starts laughing at him. And he, at first, he's like, he, you think that he's going to be like super fucking pissed because of how, like, what they've introduced to you before he's just like this this guy just, that all he cares about is uh money it looks like to save people and uh super powerful so you'd think that he was just gonna like get super angry and yell at her like maybe beat the shit out of her but then he <laughs> he just starts laughing too and he's like yeah you know what i guess i am a little bit of a joke <laughs> <laughs> and uh then he he's just like fuck it i'm just gonna dance and she's like, you know what? I like you. You're all right. <laughs> and, and then they go on adventures and together. And then they go on adventures together. And slowly start growing a bond together. And it's all beautiful. There was a scene of them. They finally reached a, a point where like, the girl decided, to, you know what? I guess I do like this guy. And she holds his hand. And they, like, they walk up on this couple sitting on a bench. And with their hands on top of each other and then I think the girl or the guy I forget who just like turns and pecks the other one on the cheek or on the lips or something like that and then they look at each other and they're like please and they have the fucking make out century of the, of the fucking century and create this gigantic power hole 
and blast like energy throughout the and world. Then there's guitar riffs, and, and there's guitar <laughs> riffs, and everything. It's ama- It's the most amazing kiss that you'll ever see. And like it, it seems like they're having a good time, and he's kind of learned to stop uh, worrying about being a hero and stuff. But then, like, I forgot what happens. I think he sees um, some other heroes collecting yeah. money for some jobs. He sees this other guy, starts, yeah, just surrounded by bitches and with a sword over his head, yelling in like victory, like he used to do. Yeah, and he starts thinking about how he want, like how he misses doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he just so, wants to go back uh, to that. Yeah, and then everything that proceeds after that is him slowly falling back into his old habits, and yeah. she's like, you know, becoming more disinterested because yeah, uh, she she doesn't she's like starting, the sun. Yeah, she's starting to realize that she's like becoming secondary to what he wants. Yeah, you're not the man I used to know. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and, and then it, it eventually gets to a point to where they're at a, they come across a city um, that's being like, it's under attack by this really big dragon and it's just uh, destroying the city. And he's like, oh, I can make a shit ton of money from this. But he, he even tells her like, we can make money for this. And she's like, she's no, just, let's go adventure. And uh, he, uh, you know, she, she, uh, like, uh, there's no words in this. They don't actually speak. They don't say anything. It seems like she gave him an ultimatum, which was, you know, come with me or go over there. And he's yeah. like, well, fuck it. And, and he goes to go kill the dragon. And I liked how this was shown because there were literally just like two pads and they were each standing on one of them. And the imagery in that was just great. Yeah. And, and uh, um, yeah, he goes and destroys the uh, dragon. I, I forgot what the revelation was exactly. Like, uh, what was it? The people didn't have money, right? They had potatoes or something. I think, I think they did have money, but it got to a point where um, they didn't have enough they, money. To they pay. didn't have enough money to pay what he wanted, maybe, and yeah. they started just like giving him potatoes and. <laughs> the, Nobody like he didn't know what was going on until one of the guys tripped and fell and the sack that fell just had a bunch of potatoes falling out of it and he picks up the spud and he looks at it and he fuck he just gets so pissed off that he's that he goes to destroy the fucking city yeah and he was a, he's about to throw like the mightiest swing in the world and then his uh girlfriend steps in front of it and is essentially like if you're gonna kill them you have to kill me and he barely like misses hitting her and just the just the wind just the general direction that he did manages to slice an entire building into like nothing just blow everything up yeah and then (laughs) she throws the map that they had created which is the map that you see in the first episode at him and uh, she walks off with the people, and you know, he, you know, in a fit of anger, starts swinging his sword everywhere, and he's just destroying the city and stuff. And then from there, we flash fast forward to, uh, I, I guess it's like he's still taking jobs and stuff, but he's become yeah. disinterested with yeah, the like life it, of a hero. He he just suddenly sees that you know what I'm I have all this money and I have all this uh, I have all this power, but I mean I'm it's just I'm not as interested as I thought I would be after, you know, losing somebody to share it with. 
Yeah, like, like I guess it's also that he realized how hollow it was to be. Like, it, well, it shows it really. Like, it shows the other side of being like you know the hero that the people keep praising and stuff. Because yeah, it yeah. shows that like I mean, not all of them are doing it for um, for just glory or for yeah. pride. Because like, as he's as he's having this epiphany, he's like walking by different heroes and stuff, and all of them look like complete assholes. Like they're just like taking money from people, and they're just uh, talking about how they killed all these uh, these enemies and stuff like that. Yeah, and at one mm-hmm. point, uh, Shovel Knight appears. I didn't see that. You didn't see that. Mm-mm. You didn't see that. Are you sure? I mean, I'm pretty, sure I saw it. I just didn't. It was, it was pretty obvious. Um, I, I'll, I'll link to it below, I guess, or I'll link it to you guys also. But, um, I was actually gonna ask you guys about it if you happen to do any research on it. But um, he just shows up out of nowhere, out of the blue, and I don't know what the actual. I guess they might have had a deal with a uh, yacht club, and they were probably like, "Hey, uh." do you think you guys will let us put Shovel Knight in here just for fun? And they were like, yeah. Or who knows, maybe it was like a, a stretch goal a that they probably reached. Huh? Um, A cameo, maybe? Uh, Maybe, but I feel like it's it's out of place unless the people from... I think, I think they're from Sweden, but I don't think Yacht Club is from Sweden. But yeah, I I was Oh, that's the yeah, that's the scene I was talking about actually. Yeah, that, that's, that's the one why... where they're all standing over their chests and they're talking about all their yeah, shit. Yeah, that that's why I brought it up and uh, why why I'm like, huh, I wonder how you didn't catch that when uh... Yeah, I don't know why I didn't that didn't register with me. <laughs> yeah, it But But yeah, I... that was actually the scene I was speaking about where they're all like he's passing through different heroes and then he sees these guys and they're all standing on their chest comparing like sizes and talking yeah, about their money. They're having a, a dick a dick competition. A dick waving competition. Yeah. yeah, and that that's like it's just a show and he looks at them too with like kind of disgust cuz he realizes that that's really all he is. Yeah. All right. And so yeah, after that you you see him getting to a temple and when he gets to that temple, he looks up at or I guess before that um the peop- the the guys that were like measuring their dicks against each other um he kills them just because you know he was like you know what i have the biggest dick <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he adorns one of their like he takes off his goofy looking ponytail and he lets his hair down and he adorns one of their helmets and grows into like just a more serious character and um then he reaches this this um, temple and he marks the he marks the map with an X and as soon as he does that he just lets go of the map on the floor and he starts walking up the stairs and when he gets up the stairs there are these gods sitting there or deities I guess sitting there yeah. and they all have like this weird symbol above their head yeah the weird halos yeah, yeah they all have like different designs like for each of them I was gonna ask you if um if those were any astrological signs um, mm. from us, or if it was probably something that they made up for them, I think that well, was something made in universe for them. Yeah, because I see a lot of weird halos like that, especially for like God. I see the triangle halo a lot, mm-hmm. like recently. So it's I think it's just a a design that they made. Yeah, I mean they right. did. I mean the their 
their symbols were placed like in front of their head. Like it wasn't like it was above them. It was like right in front of them. Yeah. So um, it shows them. It shows the deities there, like looking into a mirror, and they're just like, "All right, everybody, are you ready? Strike a pose!" And they strike a pose, and everybody has fun, and they they just clap, and they're like, "Ha ah, ah, ha ah. ha!" And you mm-hmm. can see, you could tell that you know, uh, I guess the equivalent to um Jesus or Zeus or something is there. The what looks like to be a god of war is there. What looks like to be a messenger is there. It's all. It's all just um. Like different it's like takes an ambiguous on... reference to like other deities from other religions. Yeah, like you could tell from looking at them what they are just because of prior knowledge, yeah. but they're different. they're different. And uh, <coughs> and um, he just storms up the stairs and he looks at them, and the god of war just kind of looks at him and she's like, "Push, get out of here," and he just stands there menacingly, mm-hmm. and he does nothing menacingly. <laughs> And then finally, they just start to fight, and he destroys these deities because he's off so screen, fucking powerful. Off, like, you off see screen, explosions you don't see coming out of the door, and when it zooms in, he's got the last one pinned on the ground, and all the other ones are just dead. Yeah, and he starts, and he starts trying to crawl away with just with just his hands, and he gets a sword and stabs him through the back, and like slings the blood off of it, and starts walking towards the mirror that they were looking at. And um, when he looks at the mirror, he, I guess he could kind of see through it. Yeah, or like saw... so, something calls to him. He's, yeah. yeah, it looked like he's. I just, I guess he saw the other room that was on the other side, so he just walked right into it. And he as he is, like this black goo stuff starts like flowing out into the mirror. Yeah, like it, like it got sucked out of him. Yeah, and then he just walks in there. <coughs> yeah, he walks into the room and sees this throne. And he he goes to sit on this throne and he's like, i finally done it. I've reached the pinnacle of my power and, you know, I've, I've gotten as high as I can go. And looks at himself I feel in the like, mirror. Yeah, I feel like he had pretty much decided, like, I guess I'll just stay here forever. Yeah, he was just like, you know what? I, I guess this is it. He's like, this is. But then, I mean, yeah. but then he stares at him. He stares at the mirror, and the mirror essentially shows him what he's become, I guess. And when he looks at the mirror, it shows himself shirtless in this like blue fire with mounds of gold next to him, and this uh, the circular halo in front of his face with blackened eyes and uh, like white outlines of what could be pupils. Yeah, he's essentially. I don't know what the pro. I guess it alludes to somewhat of what the process might have been for, um, for the other gods, maybe. Because mm-hmm. when he takes a step in the throne and his mirror self is revealed, he has a halo um, adorned on his head that's similar to the gods that he just fought. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was like they were guarding the mirror possibly for, to keep people from, from accessing it, maybe. I thought it was just a representation of his greed. Well, yeah, it was obviously a representation of his greed. But what I mean is, like, I, I feel like maybe those people were guarding the mirror to keep people from stepping in there in order oh. for something like that to happen. Oh, yeah. It, it makes sense. I mean, it's either that or they themselves were representations of possibly the seven deadly sins. 
because his uh, his inverted self was pretty focused on greed. Like yeah, it was, he was dead set on protecting the gold. And you also find out that his chest was uh, essentially limitless in limitless. Size. It, it was it's it was filled with gold. Magic is technology. Technology is yeah. Because <laughs> um, at one point he decides, all right, I'm just gonna empty all the gold in here because I'm angry right. and I'm empty inside. Actually, what what happens is he opens a chest and he starts pulling out the gold to look for that piece of paper. Ah, that's right. Yes, for the uh, that has that was drawn earlier in the episode of him and his girlfriend just like having a good time putting a thumbs up and they just got it drawn and as he's taking out the gold to look for that piece of paper uh his greed looks looks at him just like casting the gold on the floor and he's like fuck that and gets off the throne and walks out of the mirror and just manifests like just there he just he just walks out of the mirror like nothing like it actually doesn't do anything to him initially it just starts picking up the gold he's like stop doing this and then he just starts yeah. putting it back in the chest and so when he sees like how how greedy this guy is he's just like man i don't want to be this I'm, or i'm assuming that's what he thinks because like like we said before there's no none of this had any actual voice acting it had some grunts here and there and some laughs yeah i feel like he he realized <coughs> how how much he fucked up at that point yeah mm-hmm. so he just starts um he just grabs the case and he's like you know what if you want all your gold here you can have it and he just starts tossing it everywhere and everywhere and then uh his uh i guess i'll just call it his demon form no, let's just yeah. call it. Let's just call it greed. Let, his greed, <laughs> his his greed. his greed just fucking goes batshit insane. Go, like draws all red, starts turning, you know, crazy, and punches him out of out of the way, and starts trying to push everything together. And they have this this uh decent fight. It wasn't it wasn't the best, but it was yeah. uh it was good enough to get the idea across of how powerful the the deity actually is his greed actually is because he could just because you saw this man just destroy all these gods all these monsters these dragons uh, with ease but whenever he fights his greed he can't he can't hurt it he can't do anything to it as a matter of fact he's surprised that he can't do anything to it and he's in awe so essentially he finds a way to push his greed back inside of the or not back inside but he pushes his greed inside of the case the empty not empty but um the bottomless the bottomless uh the bottomless chest there you go chest the bottomless chest and he starts trying to seal it off but before he's able to um his greed stabs him through the shoulders and forces him onto the onto the throne as he sits down and while he's trying to close the chest with his two hands, he starts reminiscing on the good times that he had. And it's just, it looks like he's just filled with with uh, pain of what could possibly happen if um, this thing was to be let loose onto the world or or something, or not, not into the world, but like onto, yeah. Let's just say onto the world. Let's just say onto the world. <laughs> he, he was scared because of he, it he was being scared released. Of it. He was scared of it being released because 
the the only thing that he loves or the only person that he loves you know is still out there i or i think at least that's what it, that's what he was thinking or either that or he was thinking you know i i've let the the only thing that made me happen that made me happy escape me and you know the least i could do was put this thing away uh for one last time and just be happy so he finally manages to seal the case to seal the chest and he just breathes a big sigh of relief and he tries picking up the chest but he can't he's not strong enough he his just, greed just, is he, too heavy his greed is too heavy and he's <laughs> and he just dies on the throne <laughs> alone like Elvis and like, <laughs> like Elvis <laughs> Yes, um, but yeah, he just dies, uh, you know, alone in his uh, surrounded in the gold, surrounded in, in his, gold behind in the his mirror conquest behind the mirror, and nobody can see it because the mirror has been blackened. Yeah, the mirror has been blackened by his greed, and um, the way that somebody came across a map was shown at the end uh, when the wind blows and it blows this the the map into the air and it goes in this beautiful little you know pattern and makes his way to mr valiant that you see in the beginning of the other episode of the original episode the guy that goes into town um on the horse that has a map and it just shows him being you know just a your typical douchebag adventure getting a tan and getting angry whenever the piece of paper gets in front in front of his face I like how his metal loincloth was like dick shaped. <laughs> it was Not only was it dick shaped, but it was gold. It was gold. It was fucking gold. <laughs> and he was sunbathing on top of what appeared to be a mountain. Yeah. So essentially the you know, it, it shows you how that adventure came across that map and leads into the original story that they made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was beautiful. It was pretty good. Yeah, I hope to see a lot more of this. It, it's I, I look forward to it. It's uh it's pretty good. Yeah, I gotta say it's like I said it's like it's very reminiscent of like an adult's uh, Adventure Time. It's like what I imagine Adventure Time should have been instead yeah. of uh shipping and uh, <laughs> and whatever the fuck they're doing now. Whatever the fuck they're doing now. I stopped watching a while ago. I'd like to say I stopped watching, but I, I, I'm still watching, and I don't know why I punish myself, but I do. It's because you love shipping deep down, Mike. <laughs> it, you want Possibly. everybody... You you like being you like being cucked. You get off on it. Uh, but as a whole... I, as a whole, I'd say the two episodes are promising. They're, they're really promising. I, as Mike alluded to before, I'm not too sure if we had... Uh, stopped recording because of reasons but there should be two more episodes on the way um where was it that you found it on the original kickstarter right yes it's on the kickstarter page uh, this is what it says on the front page we made the reward and the first hero now uh thanks to our awesome backers two more episodes are on the way and then yeah so uh yeah, yeah. the awesome. reward was the title for the first episode and the first hero is the title for the second episode yeah. yeah. So hopefully there's two more to come. I've looked at this um at some creature 
um, that's the studio that made this. I've looked at their website to see their other projects, and they have other stuff going on. They have like a documentary that they're animating for. Uh, there, there's like a short series and a short movie and an actual full length like movie also. Yeah. So they're doing a lot of stuff, which is cool. Uh, I guess we'll see those when when they come out, maybe. But I hope that there's more to come from this. I do too. But we only only, only time. Only time will tell. Yes. And uh, hopefully, I'll solve the mystery of Shovel Knight and why he came out in <laughs> in this. <laughs> uh, but uh, on to the next topic. The mm-hmm. the thing the movie that we've all been waiting for. To see the bunnies twerking and the the lamb singing, yeah, sing, 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 yeah, yeah. So, all right, Juan. Uh, yeah. what had you seen before going into seeing this movie? Uh, I only saw some previews. Uh, when I went to go watch another movie, and that's about it. All right. So what you're saying is you saw almost all the plot. Me yeah, basically. Yeah. You saw you saw the plot and like part of the climax. Yeah. Much. <laughs> and I think Mike had also only seen one one preview, I think you said, right? Yeah, I saw one preview and it was uh it was like it showed a clip of um the gorilla's incarceration and the twerking rabbits. <laughs> Which were the, the main you know, the main points of this movie. <laughs> the main attractions. <laughs> the main attractions. The twerking rabbits and gorillas in jail. Yeah. Australian gorillas. Australian, Australian gorillas. Where's the news? That again? actually took me by surprise. Yeah. I mean it it didn't take me by surprise only because I had already seen uh <laughs> three different previews for it whenever <laughs> I went to go to the movies. But I I thought the voice casting was pretty cool and diverse. I always like a a voice cast that's not all like the same I guess like they all yeah. have different accents they all have different um, ways of talking they're not all just you know your same. cookie cutter voice actor yeah yeah it was, it was good yeah 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 I had no idea that Scarlett Johansson was in it until the end I was in as well and I yeah. feel betrayed <laughs> <laughs> I Mike hates Scarlett Johansson. No, Mike's favorite character was Scarlett Johansson. I didn't. I mean, the porcupine was. She was all right. It's she just, was all right. Uh, my favorite was the sheep, though the the the, the male sheep. <laughs> the the guy that didn't have his life together that just the guy that friends. needed a life coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine was the twerking bunnies. Um, no, I thought it was the thick pig that was. It was favorite. a thick pig, <laughs> and that's that's one thick mama. I'll tell you, she's giving yeah. Dexter's mama run for her money. Oh god! Stop it, Nuni. Don't even get me boss. started on Timmy Turner's mom, boy. I'll uh, tell you. Jesus. I think it's just her <laughs> pants that give her that thickness. She doesn't have the actual like girth like Dexter's mom does. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know, that's just me. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, go on, Juan. No, I was going to say my favorite was the Australian gorilla and the elephant. The shy elephant that reminded you of The shy you of your, elephant. Yeah. Of, the, of the little black girl that you really are. Yes. Yes. Because I, I could relate to her. <laughs> I, too, am a big black girl that is shy, but has an amazing voice. <laughs> 
You're hearing it right now. But yes, the like the plot was very generic and very predictable, but it didn't really detract from my entertainment from yeah. the movie. Like I like knowing what was going to happen had no effect on my enjoyment of the movie. I, yeah, I'm like, still like, okay, well, when's this going to happen? All right, it happened. All right, cool. They did it all right. Like yeah. I, I was surprised at how, how much plot that they had given away just on the previews alone. Um, because when I was going in to see it, I was like, okay, well, I know this is going to happen. I know this is going to happen. But there's obviously going to be more. Like, this is probably going to happen within, like, the first five or ten minutes. And then, Boy, were you wrong. <laughs> boy, was I wrong. They gave away the entire fucking plot. And except for maybe the main, uh, like, climactic point, I'm not 100% sure. They might have also shown that. I don't really think they showed any conflict in the movie, like from mm. the previews, other than yeah. the whole the guerrilla incarceration. I don't think they showed any conflict whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think they have. To be honest, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they showed any conflict in the previews. Like for for the like, there was no, there was no giving away of like the the main problem that happens in the show in the movie. Yeah. So. so they did and, hold on to that at least. And they, I guess. I guess we'll talk about it just because, yeah, you know what? We don't even need to mention what happens in the movie. I mean, the movie yeah, is your typical, like, you know, I guess, like, uh, it, it's this guy. Um, his name is Buster Buster Moon, who is voiced by Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. And um, he's this little koala who he starts off the movie monologuing about how, like, you know, he's this amazing director and he runs this great theater that was, uh, you know, uh, given to him by his father who worked his ass off and stuff. And um, it, it fast forwards to him in his office. The entire place is run down. He can't really fund it. And he's hiding from debt collectors. He's hiding mm-hmm. from debt collectors and his own staff who's, and his who's own checks staff, bounced. Whose <laughs> checks bounced. So you understand that, like, you know, they're they're kind of fucked as far as funding goes. Um, And, yeah, like, it just goes from that to uh, them trying to find a way to save the theater. Or rejuvenate, like, interest, maybe. Yeah, to to put interest back in the theater itself and to make money because they're broke as fuck. And uh, so, yeah, it just goes from there, and that's the main thing. Like, their goal is to get money. And, yeah, so from there... He decides to have a singing contest, which he believes will not only make him lots of money, but revitalize interest in uh, in in theater arts. And so he and holds this contest. As as the sheep is quick to point out, if before you even like try and say, "Oh, that's not original or anything," well, the movie says that too. <laughs> the, the 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 sheep is like quick to point out, hey, well aren't those overdone it have like you know it essentially pokes fun at itself by saying you know the, all those singing competitions and whatever the, there's too many of them there's just not original anymore which is true but i mean they they can still be entertaining yeah which is yes. uh, and to to sorry to bother but um to to just uh i guess explain it a little bit further the sheep is actually best friends with uh buster um they're like childhood friends yeah. and what's been happening is that um the sheep's father his family the sheep's family is immensely rich and they've been funding his projects uh buster's projects like over the years 
but none of them have really been successful. So when he comes up with his plan, he essentially tells them, like, my dad already told me to tell you that we can't fund any more of your projects because none of them ever work. Yeah. So they go from there, and then, uh, yeah, so that, that's... I, I just wanted to make sure that we establish, like, the connection between the sheep and Buster. Yeah. yeah. At first, I didn't think that they were best friends. Um, because when they were introduced and he mentioned his dad, I was like, well, I guess... Um, just like he's trying to he's just using the sheep yeah he's just like using the kid and is he's just like business partners with the with the sheep's dad or whatever but yeah um it's pretty cool that they were best friends yeah actually i I agree um when they first introduced them it did seem like they were just like buster was kind of conning them and stuff but um as the movie goes on you actually realize that they're like super best friends yeah they sleep over and everything sleep over together they um they play video games together they yeah. play video games together at one point he actually tells buster to just give up on it sell the theater and just play video games with him all day <laughs> yeah. i was like if somebody told me to do that i'd be like you know what yeah let's let's do it yeah fuck <laughs> it. but um that'd be great like i like i said it earlier if you've seen the preview you've already you already know the plot they have the singing competition there's a pig there's a porcupine, two there's pigs. a gorilla, there's two pigs. One pig that matters, one pig that dances. <laughs> um, the gorilla, there's... I don't I don't think I ever saw the mouse in any of the previews that I had no. actually seen. Not Brett, a single maybe one. only once. Maybe only maybe, once. Maybe. I didn't think... Like, when he was introduced, I thought that he was just going to be like a... A throwaway? Just a, a, a throwaway character, like most of the most of the animals there. I didn't think he was actually going to be like a vital, I guess you could say, a plot point. Yeah. And uh, there's him, and then there, <laughs> there are three frogs. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... I love those frogs. You love yeah. those frogs? I was so mad when they fucking broke up. I was like, God <laughs> damn it, I wanted them in the show. <laughs> But yeah, you you're introduced to the characters fairly quickly. Um, the pig is a mom. The gorilla is a isn't his dad's gang, but he doesn't want to be. He actually wants to be a singer. Um, the elephant. The gorillas are Australian. The gorillas are Australian. That remember that because you're gonna need to know that because uh, all Australians are criminals, obviously. Well, I mean. They were built upon. I mean, they were built upon criminality, and they will die as criminals. I mean, the internet has taught me that Australians do nothing but shit posts. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. And the the elephant is just is a shy shy girl that lives with her her mom and her grandpa. Um, shy but talented. Girl. Shy but talented girl. Hmm. Who don't need no man because she's like twelve, I think. I don't know. <laughs> she, she's. It seems like she was like in her early teen, like sixteen yeah. or fifteen. Yeah. Or it seemed like it seemed like most of the younger characters, like the gorilla, the uh, porcupine. And I thought the, the porcupine was like really young, yeah. but evidently she can't have been because she owned that apartment. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. these are animals, so you can't really. I mean, I think we're just adding too much. But at the same time, she has her own damn apartment. I mean, she's, yeah. she's at least in her 20s. She's at least in her 20s. She has yeah. a douchebag boyfriend. Horrible boy. The typical, the, like, the typical, like, artist-style boyfriend, too. Yeah. He's like, you just don't get me. Yeah. You're not the lead singer. I'm the lead singer. 
I couldn't stop laughing at that. Like, how awful of a person he was. Like, why <laughs> is she still with him? As uh, as I went with on my uh, Panion stalking uh, rant, where all... Why are all these girls with this fucking pieces of shit? But, uh, <laughs> that's, beside, that's besides the point. And, uh, who am I forgetting, Mike? We are forgetting... Oh, yeah. The mouse... Who the was red, the red pandas? <laughs> the red pandas. The we'll red. Get, pandas. We'll get to the. We'll red get pandas. to the red pandas soon. The <laughs> mouse right. who has the an mouse. amazing French Sinatra esque voice, and I knew and he was going to sound like that. Who was classically trained at Cal Arts, according to him, or some something something like that. Something Might similar. Have been Cal to that. Arts. Yeah, he went to he went to school for music and is uh, just naturally, or not naturally. I guess he was taught to be um, great. It's just he's, a, an you know, he, he's an asshole. He's a fucking um, asshole. He's also who, a bum <laughs> who was introduced playing a saxophone um, <laughs> on the subway stairs and bullying a guy because he gave him a penny. <laughs> the, like he he bullies this this uh, baboon with asthma <laughs> and into get just... into giving him everything in his wallet or his like money clip yeah. because he told him that's all I have. And got everybody to take his side somehow. <laughs> somehow he robbed a man and got everybody to to feel like he was a victim because the uh, the baboon only gave me a, gave him a penny. Yeah. He even implies that the baboon is like snorting drugs via yeah. his his, uh, his uh, inhaler. I was like, what? A dick. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what? What, are you what kind of this? drugs do you do with this? He's like, what are you smoking with this? He's like, my medicine. He's like, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> God, God, I hated that rat. The rat was such an, I mean, but it's fitting because even in his own songs, like that he would write himself, he did state that he is a rat and he acts accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so you get introduced to these characters. Oh, I also there's also a a fat pig that dances. There's uh, a fat yeah. pig that dances who has like a, dance. it's like you know your a stereotypical German like German Swedish voice that he has where he speaks everything with like ja. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's more like it. Keep pouring. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, they're, they're really into. He's really into being a pig. Like he loves power. being a pig. He loves being a pig. Pork power. <laughs> uh, so these guys what? audition. They are get we in. Missing anybody? I feel like we are. The red I feel pandas. Like... The red Shut pandas. Up one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's uh, blah, 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 blah. Who the oh the chameleon, the old chameleon, the old oh, yes. lady chameleon. The, uh, Buster Moon's assistant is this. <laughs> she's not a chameleon, damn it. She's an iguana. Iguana, there you oh, go. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah she has spikes on her back and stuff. Oh. She's a, she's an iguana, and she has a glass eye, and her other <laughs> eye is lazy, and it just yeah. made me like her appearance was so hilarious <laughs> and she was so old and yeah it's just she was so quirky it, it was it was funny her I name is miss crawley miss crawley miss crawley oh and the the fat pig's name is gunter. gunter um gunter a throwback to um you know that one guy yeah you know who I don't know. Who, you know, I don't. I don't. No, um, but anyways, yeah. Um, the 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 assistant was great. She was she was a really good character throughout the movie. She was so loyal. Like yeah, she was <laughs> like, just no matter she no stuck matter by what him for shit, everything. Yeah, no matter what shit it looks like, 
that they had to do, she'd just be like, okay. <laughs> and like it came to a point where she thought that he was going to have to fire her and she just broke down crying because yeah. she was gonna be fired. Like like she loves working with him so much. <laughs> Alright. So the reason that she thought that she was gonna get fired was because the original prize for the talent competition or the singing competition it was gonna be, was gonna be one thousand dollars because that's all the money that he had to or he didn't even have the whole one thousand he, he had, had like nine hundred nine hundred and and he took off his watch and he put it in the safe and he took off some other gold and stuff so i guess he could pawn it later he could say you know one thousand in prizes or whatever but what happens is miss crowley is typing this up and um does she sneeze I yeah, forgot I what know. she does exactly. Well, something happens that leads to the to her uh, losing her glass eye and it going into the air in dramatic fashion and bouncing on the on the zero key <laughs> two more times until and then uh, pressing print. Well, she presses print like it's because she, she yeah she, she gets her eye because she's she's too yeah. preoccupied trying to get the eye, but she had already typed everything up. She's like, so all right, she, that's good. And then uh, she she prints them out in mass, and this is some powerful printer because it just shits it out. It just like, fucking shits out. <laughs> I, I like all these. It copies. shits out an entire tree, and she's one strong ass iguana. I'll tell you because that stack <laughs> that she had in her hand, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and and she's like she's like trying to pick them all up, and uh, the window is open for convenience. And then a gust of wind blows for convenience. And no, the she gets in front of her fan. Was it? Oh, that happens, yeah. That happens to be on. I don't. I don't know if it happens to be on or if the it, glass I turned it on or exactly. No, what happened. It, it happens to be on. Yeah, it happens. It was to just be on. a series of conveniences. And so the flyers with the award of one hundred thousand dollars gets blown out into the city, and everybody sees it, and shenanigans ensue. <laughs> and all the all the key characters uh, see the ad, and they're like, "I gotta do this. I need money." So, so they meet they're the red pandas. <laughs> okay, there there are red pandas. There's like five of them that and show up to audition. They show up to audition late after after Buster's already gotten like his chosen staff. And uh, they're like, we're here to audition. And uh, he's like, no, no. And uh, they only speak Japanese. So they, interest, so they, they introduce like, themselves in Japanese. And he has no idea what's going on. And so they get and their, they have, their they little... And they have this adorable little pink boombox. This little <laughs> pink boombox. And then they push the music. And th- the music starts playing. And I was like, no, they're not doing this. <laughs> and then they start singing Kira Kira. And I was like, no, no. And they do it. And they, they just, just start dancing and I, singing. And I lost. I just lost it. Mike and I watched this movie together. And like I told him in the theater, they must have a gigantic fucking weeaboo working in their midst. Because they, <laughs> they did those pandas didn't just show up once. They didn't just show up twice. They showed up for three different songs, and I they think showed they, sh- three they showed three of their songs. They showed three different Kiari Pami Pami songs, and they showed up like maybe six or seven times. Yeah, they they so, were pretty frequent. 
Yeah, they were more frequent than both of us expected at all. Yeah. To the point where I thought that they would at least put them at the ending credits. In the credits. Yeah, we actually sat there and waited for the animatic oh, God. to finish. <laughs> yeah. We thought they would show up, but they <laughs> so didn't. We thought they would show like, up. Well. We're like, they, they can't just tease in, these in songs our defense, show the songs. In our defense, there was other people sitting there waiting. So we were not oh, the God. only ones waiting for something. I, I thought we brought up the idea and everybody was like, you know what? I want to see these pandas. Or at least I like to think that. <laughs> I, I would hope that that's what it was, but Del it probably was are the worst. <laughs> what? Del Real Weebs are the worst. Yeah, I guess, I guess we are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it, was, it was really cool to see the red pandas, though. Like, I honestly, that took me by surprise. I did not expect to see Kiari Panyu Panyu in in this movie at all it took us by surprise at first i didn't know what song she they were doing because i was like i i was just so caught off guard that i was like wait what (laughs) (laughs) and then i heard the other songs and i was like hey these are kiari pami pami songs and uh yeah it happened (laughs) it happened yeah i think it's it was speculated that uh she did the the actual voices for the red panda that's but, what people are saying, but there's no actual confirmation, so for now it's still speculation. By yeah. confirmation, it is mostly me uh, looking at IMDb and Wikipedia. He's try- he, he tried oh, yeah. his hard. I tried. I tried guys, I tried so hard. He's going to the forums. I, I to went the to the forums. Um, nothing really happens until the climax when um, it all starts when they're trying to have a rehearsal or the day before the rehearsal they were having a they were having a rehearsal for the rehearsal because this um old acting star that has a lot of money was going to to go to the theater to see if she'd fund you know the actual prize money like the the koala was trying to find a way to actually get the hundred thousand dollars that was written on the flyer you know good on him right yeah. So he asks this um old actress that lives in the city who happens to be um the sheep's grandmother that everybody presumed was dead but uh yeah. is still alive and kicking. And they get her to the theater or like they're trying to get her to the theater. So the day before they're trying to practice and it just so happens that the gorilla's father and gang um, want him to be their getaway driver and it's been known like for a few weeks or a few days I'm not too sure how much time passed but he's he's known about it and he's been told that he has exactly 37 minutes I think it was to, you know from them going to what we were told was a sewer that goes underneath the security and has an an opening on the other side of security where a boat is coming in with a shitload of gold that they're going to rob and it was the last job that they were going to do for the rest of their lives so this heist happens to coincide with the um what the did they call it again audition to the audition audition to the audition no the the dress rehearsal or oh. the rehearsal for the rehearsal yeah. It ha- it happens to coincide with a rehearsal for the rehearsal. Oh yeah. Yeah. That. And so he has to run off and go 
you know, be the getaway driver. He takes them to the sewer where they were going to get let go. And, he, you know, his dad reaffirms the time, 37 minutes. You have exactly this much time. So he sits there. He looks at his watch and he's like, I have time. So he goes back because he wants to practice for the rehearsal. And he rushes over there, speeds. Uh, apparently there aren't any cops when you need them in <laughs> in this in this city. Of course. But um of course. But um he gets to he gets to the rehearsal. He does his thing, he fucks up a bunch of time because he's not good at piano yet. Also they're yeah. they're they're forcing him to learn piano because they like the idea of a big a big, you know, buff looking gorilla singing the soulful music, sitting piano beautifully. Um so he does his thing and he rushes out of the theater only to be stopped because of an accident that's going on. And, you know, at, like as he's sitting there trying to get get through this accident, he, he can't there's nothing he can do. Um, his father comes out of the sewer with the other gang and they like, just where the fuck is he yeah they're like where the fuck is this kid and he doesn't show up and you hear the sirens they try running away and they get caught and they get taken to jail the thing with that is uh, if, like if you think about it the the like response time that the police had to that really makes it seem like it like they were never going to get away even if the sun was there yeah it makes it look like that it very much does yeah yeah, mm-hmm. I, I guess they were. I guess the rest of the cops were too busy with that one accident. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's essentially what begins. Uh, you know the the rise of of all the conflicts that are started. Yeah. Uh, to summarize the the rat, because uh, the rat causes his own problems. He goes and says pretty much, uh, "I got this." competition in the bag nobody's gonna beat me i'm gonna get the hundred thousand because i'm the most talented person here so he decides all right well i'm gonna go ahead and uh i guess get uh like i'm going to yeah platinum credit card yeah he's like i'm gonna go ahead and bank on my win so he goes to this bank and he tells him hey i'm gonna be coming into a hundred thousand dollars uh what can you help me with and they're like oh well here's a credit card you don't have to sign anything or or even show proof you're gonna be getting this money but here you go they just hand him a goddamn credit card they just hand him a goddamn credit card and what does he do he buys a car he buys uh, a lamborghini And then he proceeds to use that his newly, you know, his new credit card to get into a club that this other mouse that he liked was going to. So he goes in there with her. He starts playing. Um, it, it cuts to a, a scene where he's playing cards with uh, these bears who are obviously Russian, and uh, he's <laughs> winning. He he just he beats them multiple times, and they're like, "Wow, you're really good at uh, cards." And he's like, "Yeah." They're like, "But how did you cheat?" And uh, everything's fine, but he had to fuck yeah. up. He had and to fuck up. Yeah. He had to fuck up. And uh, as it turns out, there's a, a card uh, sitting right be- beneath his T-shirt. And uh, the bears find it. And uh, they're like, well, um, we're going to eat you. And so he decides to like make a break for it. He takes off and stuff. I mean, he didn't take their money because the money's right there. Well, no. Well, he did take he the told, money. Yeah, yeah he, t- he told the... I think it was an alligator, alligator butler, butler to put the money in his car 
So I'm, I'm assuming so he, the alligator put the money in the car. Yeah, because yeah. at the end, when they're running out into the car, the alligator's standing right beside them, and he's like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, that's here? right. That's right. Yeah, so the, the money is in their car. So I guess when we find out, or when, you know, at the end of the movie, he does have money, so... I yeah. guess there's that. Yeah. Well, no, he's, he says that he spends it all, but he says that the the Buster Moon has the money. And so, like... But that's, they, that's yeah. later on. But, I, uh, well, is that, like, the main... Yeah, that was, like, is the there, main Is there conflict. anything else... The, the main conflict talking? the main conflict with the mouse was just uh, him running away from the bears because he stole their money yeah. so like this shows up later as the bears are hunting him and they see him on TV and they're like hey or no they they find his car well, it, parked outside of the theater so it's become the next day after the, the rehearsal of the rehearsal and it's the actual rehearsal and the actor lady comes in her fancy car with her grandson and goes to sit at the balcony and it happens that the day before they also built this like magnificent structure of an aquarium that's um lit up by squid power and uh Mm -hmm. they're gonna perform this amazing show in front of her and he starts introducing himself starts going down on a on a fake moon that he's talking on gets introduced and while all that's happening you see like you see what could have been this you know amazing thing and everybody's super impressed and he, he was probably going to get the the hundred thousand but while that's happening on the outside the bears just so happen to be crossing by and they're like hey that's a rat's car and they stop by and they go inside and the rats uh happens to be on stage no the right doesn't happen to be on stage. He's outside on the phone. He's outside with, with on the phone mouse girlfriend. with his mouse girl. Yeah, and they see him and they grab him, and he tells them that he doesn't have their money. That the person that has their money is uh, Busta Moon, the who is the koala, the guy that's putting on the talent show. So they storm in and they're like, "Give us the money!" And he's like, uh, "It's in that case." And they're like, "Open that case!" And he's like, I don't have a key. And they're like, we don't need a key. So they get a fucking club and just bust the, bust the, the chest open. And it reveals, with shit. It yeah. reveals that there is only 900, you know, that there isn't $100,000 in there. And then, <coughs> you know, before he gets a chance to explain anything, uh, the gigantic aquarium structure that's powered by squid begins to crack you hear the you hear the glass starting to crack and everybody's like oh fuck and then you know everything goes to shit everything gets flooded then entire place starts like falling apart and everybody's trying to escape the elephant gets stuck because you know fat jokes (laughs) they they push the elephant out of the way and release all the water from inside then the entire structure collapses everything's ruined you know everybody knows that he doesn't have the money and you know everything goes to shit and like the last thing that the koala sees is um the actor lady getting back into her car just like uh what's the word I'm looking for not dissatisfied but just disgusted Uh, just disgusted by what she just saw and she's like huh and (laughs) 
Good day, just, sir. Good day, sir. And she just gets in the car and drives away. And it, like, his, basically, like, you just see him down on his luck from then on. Uh, he starts living in the in the pool house with his um, presumably stoner friend, Sheep Boy. Um, and that's, I guess, uh, like the first time you actually see that they are friends. Yeah, that that's the first time that you see that they're like actual friends. Or uh, before it was implied, but now you're like, oh, I guess they 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 are actually like pretty pretty close. If he's letting him stay with him, yeah. Um, and it gets to the point where. You know, at this when, at this point in time, you expect everything to get solved like fairly quickly, like you know most animated things. Like the climax happens, and then you know five minutes later, it happens to be resolved. So I, when I thought it got it was gonna get to there, was when you saw everybody outside of the the pool house window, and they're like, hey, we know there's no. We know there's no money. We could just we could still put on a show. Come on. Yeah, because like they're they all joined it not for the money. Like the only one that wanted the money was the rat. Was a was a rat. Was yeah, a like everybody yeah. else wanted to do it just so that they can show that they have talent. Yeah. And um, at this point, I thought, okay, it's gonna get resolved. You know, all is good. But then he's like, no, that's not how. You know, I just no. No, you guys suck. No, and then <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that sucks." And then the the shy elephant girl shows up, and she's like, "Hey, I baked you a cake." And I was like, "Okay, now it's gonna get solved because she's she's gonna tell him to not be afraid and you know to um take his own advice and whatnot that he had given her earlier through in the movie." But then he tells her, "Do you really?" He essentially tells her. Do you really think that I meant what I said? Cause don't you deep down you know and I know that you can't sing, that you're not talented, and that I am not a good director, that I fucking suck and I'm just garbage. And she just storms out and I was like, damn, that's this didn't go how I wanted how I expected <laughs> it to. <laughs> and <laughs> it gets to the point where Earlier in the story, you're told that his dad washed cars for a living, and he washed cars every single day until he was able to save up enough money to buy his son the theater. So, you see, oh, and also in the middle of this, um, the gorilla tries to talk to his dad, and he's like, you know, you're a fucking failure. You're nothing like me. I never wanted you as my son. And you're also like, damn, like yeah. it, it gets pretty, it gets pretty low. And you see. Or you hear the cell phone of the sheep go off, and it's um, Buster Moon, Mr. Koala Man. And he's like, hey, do you have a spare Speedo? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he's like, can you bring it to the corner of this and this? And he's like, yeah, all right. So you see him, <laughs> you see the koala there in his little suit. And he has a little bucket that it, that was used to be his dad's. Honest to God, when he said um, on the corner and bring the speedo, I thought he was gonna be boring himself, dude. Like, like I was like hundred percent sure he was gonna be wearing stockings and shit or something. Like I was expecting some weird shit to happen, and then he's just there, like getting ready to. I was like, okay, 
Okay, so he just wants the speed of the wash cars. Yeah, I was like, all right, you know, he's just going to wash cars. But then, even then, he surprises me with how he he surprises the cars. He surprises (laughs) us with how he washes the car. So apparently the way that that koalas washed cars, which is what his father was doing, busting his ass, was they cover themselves in soapy water and <laughs> jump on the car and just start washing just it with their body. They just throw themselves onto the car. They just throw themselves onto the car and use themselves as scrubs instead <laughs> of using like sponges or towels or anything like that. It's which is what I expected. He just throws himself on there. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the it was one of the saddest and funniest parts of the movie because it's just so it's so hard to watch. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> and the first customer that he does he's like man I don't have all day for this and drives off and lets the koala slide off the window and just fall <laughs> on his face and and when you re- when you see how close fr- how close of friends that they are uh, as far as the sheep and the koala goes is when the sheep says hey you uh, what did he say you wash and I'll dry and he puts <laughs> on the speedo and then he and dries with his wool while Buster scrubs with his, his fur. With his fur. And the iguana just splashes water every once yeah, in a while. The, the, yeah, because at, at this point, the iguana is still working with Buster. And she's like, providing the soapy water. Like, she sticks with him through thick and thin. Like, yeah. She's always there. Which you can see why she wasn't fired after fucking up so hard. Yeah, because she fucked Yeah. <laughs> but you know she sticks with him no matter what she does. And so yeah, she's just splashing the water on him, and then yeah, they they have a system going. Yeah, and um, this whole montage plays through until the elephant um gets to what is now repossessed property of the bank, which was uh the collapse theater that they cleaned out a little bit, and she goes in there and she starts to sing. And they're cl- the koala and the the sheep are close enough to the vicinity that they c- that the koala could hear her in the distance. And he starts walking towards her. And then you know I was like, okay, now now is when it's gonna happen. Oh <laughs> God, I'm so happy. It took so long. And uh, <coughs> he walks to her and he tells her, "Can you really sing like that?" Or you know, he's like, I- "I'm." I'm amazed by your beautiful voice and blah blah and he's like get everybody get everybody together we're going to put on a show so they start <laughs> they start recon- like reconstructing a stage on on repossessed property they yeah. they just start <laughs> they just start <laughs> illegally doing all this bullshit and they put seats together and they put this whole stage together and they're going to put on the show again yay yay Woo. So, who's the first one that that uh, sings? The pigs. The, the pigs. pigs there the we go. Stuff. All right. So, the show starts. The sexy thick pig goes and be <laughs> sexy and thick, and you know, uh, it goes well. Her her husband finally realizes that uh, what he has, and he goes up and kisses her and. Like her twenty-two kids go up on stage and rush her, and then um, the porcupine goes up, who was recently dumped by her boyfriend because she was spending too much time trying to be in this in this play 
So in the meantime, the boyfriend started having a relation with this girl, and she walks in on them in their apartment and kicks them out. And you know, you know that happens. It's not really that important, really. I guess the the main the main important one was probably the gorilla and yeah. the mouse. Well, hers was important in the sense that it gives her like the motivation to write her own song. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's what happens. Yeah, so she writes her own song. Um, and it, and it's great. Yeah, it's it's great, and you know her her uh, negative emotions fuel her creativity. And like she everyone. wooed everyone on stage. And she wooed she, everyone on stage. She wowed everyone on stage. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. I still this... don't like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no, you love her. That's why you don't like her. And uh, this this whole time. Everything has been being broadcast on the news because they're like, oh, are you ready to watch this shit show? <laughs> <laughs> and um, everybody's watching it, including the the girl's ex-boyfriend and her current and her ex-boyfriend's current girlfriend. And she's like, Ugh, she's not even that good. And, you know, he's like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, he he turns the TV back on after she turns it off. And, you know, that happens. And uh, while this is well the news is playing um in the jail there are these guys watching the competition and um after the after the porcupine goes up i believe it was the gorilla right yeah. yes yeah all right yeah the gorilla and also while the while the porcupine was playing like the rat was in the streets and he was like you guys think this is good and uh the animals around the TV were just like, yeah, you think you can do better? And they just, like, made fun of him and laughed, and so he ran back over there. But um, the gorilla starts playing his music, and it's beautiful, and it's great. And um, his dad sees him in jail, and he's like, who's that? Or he's like, turn it down. And nobody's listening to him, and they're like, hey, I told you to. And then he walks up, and he sees that it's his son, and he's like, that's my son that's my son and he breaks out of jail <laughs> filled with he, paternal rage he destroys paternal the, rage. the wall imprisoning them and jumps out and, and begins to uh to a scale entire buildings scale entire buildings <laughs> and yeah. yeah he's just he's he's on he a mission needs, to see his son he needs to see his son and tell him i didn't mean anything that i said so he's going over there he starts running rushing over there and um, after the gorilla plays, the mouse goes out and he's like, all right, all right, you cool cats. Let me show you how it's done. And he starts crooning and he does a great job. In the meantime, the song befittingly, um, to, uh, it, it just fits like the entire mood of the dad going to see his son uh, just because of what the lyrics are saying. And um, the helicopter show up and they start trying to look for the gorilla dad but they're like oh i guess he's not here and then he they disappear and the dad finally sees his son and he's like i'm so proud of you i'm sorry for what i said you'll come and visit me right and he was like yeah and he, <laughs> then he just like walks back into the shadows and runs back to the, <laughs> runs back runs to the, back prison. To the prison like nothing ever <laughs> happened and he, he was like yeah i better get back they're gonna wonder what happened what what happened to me or something like that <laughs> yeah i mean it's not like they've been high it's pursuit. not like it's not like they literally walked in while you were breaking out and they saw you <laughs> jump out of the goddamn hole <laughs> but you know plot yeah 
Um, then after that is finally who? Um, the girl, right? Yeah, the, the elephant. elephant. Yeah, the elephant. Yeah, and then finally after that it's the elephant, and you know, as you could imagine, earlier in her audition she messes up, she fumbles, she bumbles the mic, and she drops it, and she can't sing and then you know now that it's the end of the movie she goes out to stage and she drops the mic on top of a like small draft set or something like that <laughs> and it's funny and everybody in the theater laughed and um she just uh she gets a mic and then she remembers what she was told and what she was told was basically when all you have to do is just start to sing because when you start to sing, it just doesn't matter anymore because you're going to be singing and you're going to be happy and doing what you want to do. So then she starts to sing and she's amazing and everybody's awed by her and it's fantastic and her entire family's there who had been pushing her through the whole movie is there. And uh, after that, um, or during that performance, you see the sheep's grandmother actor lady in the in the audience and she looks over at... Um, at Buster Moon, the koala man, and just like nods at him and picks like a a porcupine quill that she had in her wool the whole time, and then he's all happy and you know every everything turns out great. She ends up buying the the property back from the bank. They rebuild the theater and you know happily ever after. The end. Everyone was happily ever after. Everyone except for the critics of this movie. Well, tell you. <laughs> well, well. Also, the uh, the mouse was also ambiguous because the bears find him. Hmm. Like the bears find him, and like he was gonna eat him, but his the his, his girlfriend, girlfriend mouse. But oh yeah, like, that's the, right. They never actually like resolved uh, it. Resolved that. Yeah, because like there was one bear just hanging on the car. So what oh, happened yeah, was it was uh, like a to be continued kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I think he died because he's he's just a dick weasel. I hate so him. They, he deserved to, it. To explain what happened was near the end, the the um bears see that he's on the TV. They show up where he was and they go backstage and they grab him and they're about to eat him. And before uh he gets a chance to swallow the actual mouse, hmm. uh his girlfriend or love interest or whatever she was opens the door and hits the bear on the tummy and makes her makes him spit the the mouse back out into the car and they start driving away and the mouse is like oh thank you i didn't know i didn't know what happened next but while they're driving away you see very clearly that there's a bear holding on in the back of the car and it's just never brought up again (laughs) because nobody cares whether he's alive or dead yeah. Or they're just setting up another movie. Oh god! I mean, they could be. Yeah. They could. They could easily be. Just like there's a disc- there's a Despicable Me three. Yeah. I was I... surprised that that was announced. I was like, huh. I was too. It's the mostly minions. because I I thought the I thought you know the first movie was all right. I liked it, and the second movie um I I saw the reason for there to be a second movie. I was like, all right, that's it's a good reason they get a mom. You know why not? But now I see no reason why there should be a third movie. Because they're Other than minions. You know, because the minions' yes. popularity has begun to wane. And in order to renew <laughs> interest, they must keep pumping out movies or their products will not sell. 
Bring me the minions. It's just, <laughs> we need more minions. Minions were truly the worst memetic product to ever come out <laughs> in recent years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I really don't. I mean, I could maybe understand where some of the hate for this movie is going. God, there was such from. brutal hatred for this movie. <laughs> and it was so, like, inconsequential. Yet people like, were so fucking angry. Yeah, they they're just like, oh, this movie is just made to fill seats. Like it's just, it's just to get money and blah blah yeah, here, blah. Let me, but... let me find my favorite one. Okay. <laughs> oh, While you do that, I'll I'll explain that I enjoyed this more than I did Frozen, and Frozen was like critically like taken acclaimed. And acclaimed and fucking everybody loved it. But I like this because it was a lot more entertaining. Like I had fun watching this movie. Where in Frozen, I was like. All right, this just like you know most stories. A lot of these stories have been told millions of times. Ah, uh, here it is, uh, thousands of times. Th- this was my favorite title for one of the reviews for Sing. Sing is an inexcusably lazy movie. Today's kids deserve better. Yeah, and I okay. could argue with pretty much every word in this in this uh, sentence because um yeah today that was written yesterday. <laughs> kids deserve better, but do they? No. But no. do they? And is it I mean, really inexcusably lazy? I thought it was uh, cleverly lazy. Yeah. In the sense that not only did they call out to it, and while meta humor is not always funny, it, it was good in the sense that they decided to not only poke fun at themselves, but roll with it and just kind of like show you like, hey, you know, have fun with it. Don't be a dick. Yeah, yeah. they're just like, fuck it. Here's some kiari pami pami. <laughs> Here's some kiari pami pami. Like, <laughs> seeing that, you should have understood. These people don't like give a this- shit. Yeah, but people were so angry at this movie, and I got it. It sounds like they were expecting an Oscar. I I think they were thinking this movie was Oscar baiting, but it wasn't. Like they were just like doing it for the fuck of it. Like most, like the way that I feel that movies are should be made is they should be made because you enjoy making them. You want you want to make them because it's fun for you. I know that that's not that they're the way that most movies are made. I know a lot of them are made just to make money, but you know this movie seems like it was made for audiences to just be like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'll watch this. I know yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But sometimes that backfires. Sometimes that backfires. But fuck yeah. that. This movie doesn't deserve any backfire. It's just a fun kids movie. Yeah, that's all it is. That's is it great? No. Is it bad? No. It's it's just mediocre, or uh, slightly above mediocre. But it's only because like it's and entertaining. That's, yeah. that's what matters. If a movie is entertaining, make, or not. they should make a Nickelodeon cartoon out of it. I feel like they could do that. They just could. like they're pretty just like easily. the Sunny with Come. the Chance of Meatballs uh, Cartoon Network one. Yeah, yeah, or um, the Nickelodeon's Panda. Madagascar, the Kung Fu Panda one. I mean, the they have a lot. I love of the penguins. To... Nah. The penguins. <laughs> the penguins are good because of like I love the penguin style of humor. Yeah, because yeah. they're fucking just like. I, I loved like, watching it in Spanish. They were so <laughs> serious about everything they did, regardless of what the situation was. Uh, are you ready for the your minions cartoon, Mike? Please no. Are you ready to voice act the minions? You can finally live your dream, (laughs) and you can be a minions voice actor. I want to be a voice actor, but not for that. Mm. (laughs) I wonder who does that, and do they hate themselves? 
also just put an ad out there. I'll voice act anything. I just won't do many. <laughs> <laughs> anything. And it turns out that that Mike does do minion voice acting, but he uses oh, a pen name. <laughs> I use a pen, a pen name. <laughs> Just like every other voice actor that doesn't, or any actor that... Instead doesn't. of Mike, it's Mick. Mick. <laughs> so I just wanted to say before we take off, as a reminder that we're going to be holding the anime of the year thing, that, you know, I'm not really super into it, but people, other people seem to be. And... Uh, we'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, just want to remind you that that'll be in three weeks. Um, the exact day will probably be the thirtieth. I guess is maybe when we'll be releasing that. Yeah, let's just say let's just say let's we'll say be releasing it on the thirtieth. Yeah, yeah, the thirtieth is when we're going to be releasing that. Um, as far as what's on there right now for candidates, it is. Mob Psycho 100, Konosuba, um, Flying Witch, Keijo, Keijo, <laughs> Erased, <laughs> and um, what was that other one? Drifters. Re Zero? Didn't we have? Oh one? yeah, Drifters and Re Zero. So we're gonna be reviewing those, I guess, in one gigantic uh, extravaganza, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, wear a suit and everything. We'll wear a suit and everything. I'll wear my um, suit. You're where you sit. If you have any suggestions on uh, anime of the year candidates other than those, um, they probably won't get watched. But you could send them <laughs> to. I'll probably give it a go. I have nothing else to do with my life. All right, Mike might watch them. And I'll he might probably make watch. a case for them. But you can send suggestions to our Twitter or our Facebook. Our Twitter is magical or at magical broadcast. Our Facebook is facebook.com forward slash MBT podcast. Or I guess email them if you want. Our email is MBT podcast at gmail.com. That is MBT podcast at gmail.com. And I guess that'll be it for this unrelated filler. Went down a little bit longer than usual. Just be, just because I, you know, I feel like a lot of people aren't going to go out of their way and watch the animation for the reward but i'll link it in, in the description anyway because they're available free on vimo and uh anybody have any last words to say mm, no uh not at the moment but yeah i right, will uh any suggestions I'll, I'll probably watch the show all right he'll probably watch the show he'll voice act minutes for you and do all of that <laughs> We'll see you next week for uh, Foodie Cootie. Bye. There's little time, so much to say. Ideas flowing out the brain. Refuse to keep it all inside my voice and words to get in the mind. Opinions heard, opinions said. Enjoy your argue on your head. Listen between the summer head to get the good and all the bad.